you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is happening, man? It's Wednesday here on Locked On NFL. Tony Wiggins. I almost said Tony Rapine. I've done that before. Tony Wiggins, James Rapine. <laughs> What's going on, my man? What's up, Tony? Yeah, you might, might as well say it, right? Tony Rapine, James Wiggins. That's it's a an NFL player. His name James yeah. Wiggins. He went to the University of Cincinnati. So he sure did. Amazing. He sure did. We are brothers. And if we were family when we were growing up, guess where we'd be? We'd be at McDonald's because this episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an official community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. And I am loving it. I'm also loving being here with you on Locked On NFL, making us your first listen of the day. We might be your second listen because you, you could be listening to uh, Locked On Bengals and Locked On Jaguar too. So, uh, but we'd love to uh, welcome you guys and, and remind you that we're free on all platforms and we appreciate you all joining us. Mike Mayock. I think if, if any other GM had yeah. had the blunders on uh, on their record that he does, they would have been gone. And uh, the fact that they're five and three, it's truly amazing, and uh, they haven't collapsed. Look, we'll go down the litany of things that happened. Some things uh, that have happened, the, the most recent things, anyway, on him. Uh, Henry Ruggs, nobody had an, any idea that he was the type of guy who would do what he did. It was a very, very tragic. To call it a mistake is an understatement. It cost him his life, going 150, 60 miles per hour, whatever, in a Corvette, drinking. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not on Mike Mayock. That's on Henry Ruggs. Um, Gruden, the things that Gruden did years before with the emails, that's not on Mike Mayock. Um, this Arnett thing sort of is, though. And uh, the cornerback uh, made a viral video that, that that went all over the place with him talking about killing people and blowing people away with guns. He got released. So he's the second person that they picked in the it's first, first round rounder from last year. Yeah. And people questioned it then, though. And you you know more about him probably than I do because he, he played up in your neck of the woods. But nobody thought that kid was a first-round pick. No. And it, like, that's the thing is, like, with the Henry Rugg situation, you're right. It's it's just a, a tragedy. But it's not like there was thing that I, I kind of questioned the pick at the time because of the other receivers on the board. But you could see their thought process. Right. That Cleland Farrell with the fourth pick. Well, that didn't work out. Damon Arnett with 19th overall. What are we doing here? You know, if you're a Raiders fan, you just kind of cringe. And I get it. They're five and three. And Derek Carr looks like he's more than a franchise quarterback and really, really good. And he stepped up and he's leading. And he signed Deshaun Jackson. And I actually think Brian Edwards could be good. But yeah, there have been a lot of misses and misses that you can't have. If you want to win an AFC West that, let's be honest, Justin Herbert and the Chargers are on the rise. Everyone's going to try to bury the Chiefs. I think they're going to get better and better and better. And so, yeah, this uh, this whole situation with the Raiders, man, it's wild. It's it's uh, it's wild that they're five and three. They've gone through some unfortunate things that uh, I don't think anybody could have seen coming. But 
they could be better talent wise if they had drafted better and they've been really poor at drafting and you're seeing that uh that part of it so i wouldn't be surprised at all if they uh they falter down the stretch this season they took a kid from kentucky a couple of years ago it might have been this past season in the draft it, it was 2020 lynn bowden lynn, lynn bowden. bowden right and before they ever got to training camp they traded him for a draft pick which was less than they a whole round later i think they picked him in the third and they traded him to miami for a fourth yep it, it's unreal this this, right. this is this is the kind of stuff that you, you know you look at and you go why go back to the the antonio brown situation mm-hmm. and the way ab acted that ain't mike mayock's fault but he was acting that way before he got there right yeah yeah. And and you rewarded him with all of this money, and then you want to take it away. I've never ever seen so much dysfunction for a team that's winning, and a guy might continue to get a chance because they're not losing. But Mike Mayock has been awful. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Farrell, like you mentioned, Cleveland Farrell, they drafted him instead of Josh Allen, who you saw this weekend playing up against Buffalo, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and which, now, and, and the then time, they signed Yannick Ngakwe and Cleveland Farrell's on the bench. I mean, I've never seen a team screw up this much. In in Farrell, like even at the time, people are like, well, Josh Allen makes sense. And then they take Cleveland Farrell and it's like, and it's one thing if you're on a limb, you got on a limb and you get it right. Okay. Or get some of them right. You, you know, you build some equity. Like the Seahawks did that back in the day. They, they got yeah. some right. And, and so then when they take, you know, Rashad Penny in the first round, get it wrong. Well, they have a little bit of equity built up. Now that equity is probably gone now, but the Raiders don't have any equity. Mike no. Mayock doesn't have any equity built up. And so now that's, uh, that, you know, it puts them in a really tough spot. They have to be very, very careful. And, and, I, and I'm going to say this because last year, the Dolphins were on an uptick. They looked like a team that was going to be a team of the future. And I, and I think you and I had a discussion at one point like, you know what? They shouldn't be because they've done some stupid stuff. They paid that corner mm-hmm. from Dallas. They didn't use Minka the correct way, which I really don't get because Nick Saban and, and, and Brian Flores both are very familiar with Bill Belichick's defense. They didn't use him correctly. Goes to Pittsburgh, becomes looks like a future Hall of Famer, right? They did all of this stuff that none of it seemed to really work, but they didn't take Herbert. They took Tua, but yet still, they were still one of those teams coming into this season. People were like, they're on an uptick, and Brian Flores is doing such a great job. Look what happened now. At some point, you're going to pay for that stuff. I think at some point, uh, the it's going to be due, and for Mike Mayock may be the one yep. who should be shown the door back to the TV studio. I'm dead serious. Yeah. That, no, that's fair. It is. Yeah, that, it's fair. And, you know, he's good on TV, and you're wondering, you know, if, if these TV guys – you know, if they can make it. And right now it's not looking good for them. And, and we'll no. see, who knows? Maybe they pull off a, a, a trade or maybe they do something. But, um, you know, that, that Aaron Rodgers guy, if he continues down the path he's going, I, I don't know if the Raiders are going to even want any part of that, right? But uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's one of those things. So it's, it's a tough division. I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Raiders kind of faulty, you, you know, falter down the stretch here and uh, and don't make the playoffs. And again, I'm, I'm sort of bullish on the Chiefs, which means uh, – I might be one of the only people outside of Kansas City that's buying Chiefs stock right now, but I'll buy it. Well, we're going to talk about that because um, you got to buy stock in somebody because everyone we bought stock in last week when I sat here and proclaimed all of these teams are so good, 
They all laid an egg. They all went out and laid uh, the proverbial egg this past Sunday, and, and and some of them didn't look good doing it. And I know it's just one game. Sometimes you can tell a lot from one game uh, with the way that a team, the team's played. So we'll talk about some of these top teams. And then, of course, in segment three, we'll have our power rankings. But next, we're going to discuss uh, why nobody wants to seem like they want to take over and actually win uh, this season for the NFL. We'll do it just a second here on segment two of Locked On NFL. McDonald's has been proudly serving communities since 1965. And today's episode of Locked On NFL brought to you by McDonald's because, look, it's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect. You can get awesome food at a reasonable price and you can stop there on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. I know I've done that multiple times this football season. And whether it's going Thereafter, it's almost basketball season. After a basketball game on Friday night, stopping to recharge or just going after bingo night for a late snack, you can check out your neighborhood McDonald's and get awesome food, great service. And look, I can already taste it now. A double quarter pounder with cheese. That's my go-to. Got to check them out. Get to your local McDonald's right now. And as always, I'm loving it. And we're loving that you join us and making us your first listen here on Locked on NFL on a Wednesday. Uh, Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. So it's something that, I, that I've always done is talk about this, this curse that I put on teams. And I talk so much about Buffalo and I've been beating your head, beating you across your head about the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I've been throwing that in your face all year saying, how could you oh. not make them number one? And, Number then, one. Yeah, and then we talk about the Rams and McVay and all of those firepower that they have. And what do you know? Up jumped the boogie. All three of those teams got throttled, just smashed across their face this weekend by teams that you mm-hmm. wouldn't expect. The Jacksonville Jaguars, of course, the team that I cover. Uh, it looked like the way it looked that they played Buffalo 10 times, they beat them all 10 times. That's the way that game went the other day. Ooh. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, remember when everyone was burying Urban Meyer? Oh. Yep. Funny. Yep. Funny how was, that, funny how funny how he's he's got a little life now. I had the shovel. I was one of the people yeah. standing there throwing the dirt, and it happens, man. We're gonna see this week though. They go to Indy, so you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Tune in to Locked on Jaguars to see exactly how I feel about that situation. A shameless plug and a segue here. Um, what happened to your Bengals too, man? I'm thinking like that was a team we're saying they up and coming. All of these teams we were looking at saying, you know, watch these guys, watch this. What happened to your Bengals the other day? Look at you, like, thinking you're going to offend me. It doesn't bother me if they lose. Look, it's – I think that they might have shown their true colors on defense. And, and uh-huh. when that happens and Joe Burrow throws a pick six and isn't Superman, you know, it, it's going to be – you know, you're going to have games like that. And the Browns – I think the Browns are really good. And we'll see. Nick Chubb tested positive for COVID-19 and uh, Demetric Felton did too, so they might be shorthanded against New England this week. Another team, by the way – that is on the rise, and I am buying what New England is doing right now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where I, I don't know how real the Bengals are, and you know they had a chance to prove it by beating the Browns, and they lost forty-one to sixteen. That being said, who are you buying? Who who who's someone now you're buying after that craziness? Because by the way, I told you about Dallas. I've been watching the Cowboys way too damn long. You thought they should be number one in the power rankings, the best team in the league. Uh, man, you need to get a double quarter pounder to satisfy that Dallas Cowboys guy. I don't know what the heck was going on with you, man. I, I tried to tell I, you. I tried to tell you. Yeah, you did. 
You did. You did. You you you, you try to tell me. Um, the Cowboys. Who am I buying? Who am I buying? Uh, actually, I'm gonna tell you two two teams that played in the same game. You mentioned Kansas City. I'm buying Kansas mm-hmm. City. I'm also uh-huh. buying Green Bay. You know why? Because Green Bay played extremely well without their quarterback, and yeah, um, they actually, in my opinion, showed me more the other day. Even though Kansas City, you know, hasn't been Kansas City the the Kansas City that we have all thought was a cheat code over the last few years. Green Bay actually, in my opinion, outplayed them, and they lost. And uh, if Aaron Rodgers is there, they might blow him out. I was very, very impressed with Green Bay because I thought the Achilles heel. And I was also impressed with Cleveland because now with the way Cleveland played defensively the other day, Miles Garrett having 12 sacks, it's a dangerous thing to have a team that can run the football, a Mm -hmm. team that uh, can rush the passer and can control the game the way Cleveland did the other day. So Cleveland may have gotten over the hump and turned the corner. You mentioned New England. All of these teams that are sitting there like five and four, that people sort of wrote <laughs> off. They look yeah. like they're the ones now that's planning to make a run. And remember, Tampa went to the Super Bowl last year. Tampa had to go on the road to Washington. Tampa had to go on the road to Green Bay. So it's not like Tampa was some 14-2 and two team with home field advantage. That wasn't true. So you might see one of these teams start making noise, make noise towards the end of the year. Yeah. I, I You want to buy stock, I'll tell you right now, everyone should buy. Literally, go to betonline.ag and bet on Tom Brady to win MVP. Uh, yeah. Bet on the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be the first seed in the NFC. I think they're going to roll. And the, here's the the downside um, when it comes to quarterbacks being not being vaccinated. Let's be honest. And I'm I, if you didn't get the vaccine, you didn't get the vaccine. Whatever. You're also not a professional quarterback if you're listening to this because there's 32 on the planet, at least starters. Um, to me, right. if it was my job to be a quarterback of a franchise, I wouldn't even look at the. The stuff, and you could probably talk about this from a military background, but I would just be thinking, how do I make my life easier so I can do everything I can to make my team better? So you mentioned that Aaron Rodgers, we didn't really plan on going down this road, but you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. If he's out there against the Chiefs, they blow him out. I think you're right. I think they do blow him out, and then the Packers are one way ticket to the the number one seed in the NFC. Well, now that what they have to go to Tampa, they have to deal with yep. that. You know, Tom Brady doesn't have to go to Lambeau. I think that matters. It does. It absolutely matters. And and you're right. Me being in the military, uh, I had no clue what they were starting. All I know is they lined us up and we just went down the line. It was like, jing, 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 you know, go. And um, different world that we live in now. Yeah. And like you said, it, it, it's his prerogative. Sure. But it's also people. See, this is the thing that kills me. People well, you cancel culture or whatever. Nobody's canceling anybody. It's it's you. It's his prerogative to uh, not take the vaccine. It's his prerogative to give whatever explanation he wants to give for not taking our vaccine. And it's our right to talk about and criticize him and whether his logic is is flawed or not. And that's the problem. And I think the thing that people are missing out with with this, and it's a golden opportunity for them to 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 have shown themselves to be the best team in the league. Yep. What folks, what folks are missing out on this is this. It's it's not that he he didn't lie to the NFL or his team. They knew what the truth was, but he didn't follow the protocols that guys like him are supposed to follow. And see, that's to me a guy thinking he's above the rule. It actually made me look at him. I was the biggest Aaron Rodgers uh, apologist and defender there was, but now 
when folks asked why did Green Bay allow him to do what he was doing, maybe they're too scared to say anything to him because every time they say something to him, the mob, like me, always comes out and you ain't giving him the respect that he deserves. He's one of the three greatest players ever. <laughs> well, well, maybe that's why they don't say anything or didn't say anything, yeah. and they just let him do whatever he wanted to do. But I do think in, in the end it's going to hurt him. It's going to hurt him because now they're going to have to do something that I don't know if they're capable of doing. I said Tom Brady went on the road to get to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they can do it or not. Yeah, and it's just – so that's the thing. That's the th- So um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a good leader. I think we've seen that now. Right. And so, yeah, you know, he, they might make a Super Bowl run. They might. It's still possible. He's that talented. But am, am I buying that stock? I'm not buying that stock. And I think they would have beat the Chiefs with him. And instead now they're going to be looking up, I think, to the, the Buccaneers. Because the Buccaneers, they have to play the Bills and they have to deal with the Saints. Outside of that, man, they have a really, really cushy schedule. I think they got Washington this weekend. They have the Giants the next weekend. And the Giants at home, by the way. I mean, so that's – uh. We'll see there if they can handle it. Uh, as far as AFC teams go, I am. I, I like the Chiefs. I think that the Chiefs won. And as we're recording this, full disclosure, it's it's mid-afternoon. We don't know if Odell Beckham Jr. is going to get claimed. That's where he should go. If he goes unclaimed, I would sign a league minimum deal, and I would mm-hmm. say, I'm going to Kansas City. I'm not messing around with 3-5 and five Seattle or, oh, I want to go to this team or that team. or The New Orleans Saints aren't going anywhere this year. They're not a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I actually think that, especially with Jameis down, the Browns have a better chance at making a Super Bowl run than the Saints. Go somewhere where you have a legitimate chance. I would go to Kansas City because I think they need another receiver desperately. But – that's just my Odell take, which I, I figured I should drop before uh, we find out. And by the time you're hearing this, he probably will have landed in Seattle or somewhere else. But I, I think the Chiefs and Odell should happen, even though it, uh, it probably isn't going to. Yeah, and, and speaking of, of them, I think they're starting to figure out now you just got to run the ball. Patrick Mahomes, teams aren't going to let him just uh, video game them anymore. They're gonna. They, they're trying to turn him into Tom Brady, and you know what Tom Brady was all of those years: dink and dunk, second and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do believe that he's gonna have to uh, forget about the football Michael Jordan stuff and the football LeBron, and, and really just start hitting these layups. He's gonna turn into Tim Duncan for a while until that stuff opens back up. And Odell will help him do that because when you throw, you start throwing the ball to Odell, and he starts shaking somebody out of their boots and turning a five yard yeah. reception into a twenty yard gain. And then you start running the ball. Now it opens up uh, the screen game. And that's what Andy Reid was always known for. It starts getting those screens going back again. Because now you you pull people up in the box and cause them to react as opposed to having eight people sitting back. Screens don't work when teams do that because they're giving you everything underneath, underneath anyway. Nobody's really getting up the field trying to over-pursue. So I do think the Odell call is a good call um, for Kansas City, and we'll see if it happens or if it has happened by the time you guys uh, get this podcast. But i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go through these power rankings since we can't figure out who's going to win. And uh, I know what I did with mine, but I'm going to see if everyone's power rankings for this week reflect the one that I picked. It's the Locked On NFL power rankings. And we'll do that in the third and final segment here on a Wednesday of Locked On NFL. But first, I got to tell you about an incredible app that everyone needs to download right now. It's called GetUpside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up 
with GetUpside. And right now, if you download it in the App Store or Google Play, use promo code TOUCHDOWN, you're going to get a bonus 25 cents on your first fill-up. So up to 50 cents off per gallon. It's free money, baby. You got to take advantage of it right now. So go to your smartphone and type G-E-T-U-P-S-I-D-E and use promo code TOUCHDOWN after you download the app. It is free and you can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or maybe you want an e-gift card to Amazon or another brand. Christmas is coming up. The holidays are almost here. Save a little bit of money and, well, you can get a little fancier gift, maybe a present for you. Again, use the Get Upside app right now. Promo code TOUCHDOWN for up to 50 cents off per gallon on your first fill-up. And welcome back. Uh, well, you didn't go anywhere, but... Thanks for joining us here on the Locked On uh, NFL Show on Wednesdays. James Rapine and Tony Wiggins. We got some power I went rankings. Somewhere. We got. I went somewhere. I, I went not to the Get Upside app. That's where I went. I don't know you about did. you, Tony, but you, that's where you, I went. You did go to the Get Upside app. My dog is actually trying. I'm going to tell y'all what's going on. I'm a little bit behind the scenes right now. My dog, for some reason, is trying to get into my lap, and she's never, ever, ever, ever done this when we've recorded. But it's been happening to me. It's been happening to me, Tony, all show. My dog was right here. And I'm yeah. like petting them and trying, and, and I was trying to hide it on YouTube. <laughs> so, so if you see me, if you're on YouTube and you see that I keep looking down, it's because I'm trying to wonder out what's going on with this dog. I got an 11 year old yeah. Shih Tzu, and she's about to drive me crazy. Because, you know what you she's know doing? What? You know what she's doing? I know. See, they're smart. I don't know if you know this breed. This breed is intelligent, and you know what she's doing? She knows I don't want her bothering me right now, and she's trying to make me screw up. That's what she's trying to do. But gotcha. the power rankings are out. Locked on NFL crew <laughs> dog talk today on a Wednesday. It's crazy, man. As uh, expected, the Arizona Cardinals are number one. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are number two. The Tennessee Titans are number three. The Green Bay Packers that we mentioned, number four. The LA Rams, who got smoked at home, are number five at seven and two. Any problems with any of that list? I know for me, I had the Ravens. Uh, in the top five, and I did not have uh, I did not have the Rams in my in my top five. Yeah, uh, two things. One, um, Cardinals fans, I apologize. I made it sound like that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to cruise to the one seed. I don't necessarily think that's true because the Cardinals should be undefeated right now. But my good buddy that I covered for years, Adriel Jeremiah Green, doesn't know when to turn. By the way, AJ, get well because I know you're uh, you're on the COVID nineteen reserve list. Still, was really impressed by the Cardinals and what they did last week without Kyler Murray. Um, Bucks two makes sense. Titans three. Yeah, they're clearly the best team in the uh, the AFC. Packers four. Child, please, is what that one gets. I don't think they should be there. Um, <laughs> no, I don't they, think they, they should either. I like the Ravens more than the Packers. I like the Ravens more than the Rams. I think the Ravens are probably number four. Um, and, and maybe the best team in the AFC right now, if, like, mm -hmm. if I had to pick one. Lamar's been good when they're down, man. Yeah. So now you can't really count them out. Uh, you want to talk about another team where, you know, and I, I don't think they're going to be interested in Odell, but man, they, they could use another receiver. You, you give him another weapon, you never know. But um, the Rams, we'll see with Von Miller. I think they need to be – the, the offense is a little weird right now, but uh, they certainly have the the ceiling as high as any team in the NFL. The Cowboys at seven, I guess it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's, it's all right. You know, you don't want to press panic too soon. The Bills at eight – Chargers, Saints. It's weird. Like, Tony, we were doing this in, you know, we've been doing this now for 10 weeks. And the, the first couple of weeks after the top 10, it was hard. 
Now the back end of the top 10 is hard, and it's like all these teams are bunched together. I would say from eight on down right now. The way the Bills are playing, Chargers, Saints, Steelers, Browns, Raiders, they're all in this group, the Chiefs. And so, uh, and that is the order, by the way, if you're listening. Bengals 16, I'll just read through them here. Broncos 17, Colts 18, Seahawks 19, Vikings 20, and then the final uh, stretch here is Falcons moving on up, 4 and 4, they're 21st. Panthers, they're 22nd for the second straight week. The 49ers dropping to 23rd, Eagles 24th, Giants 25th, Washington 26th, the Bears dropping to 27th, even though I thought they had a decent showing. On Monday Night Football against the Steelers, your Jaguars move up a, a spot after the win. Only a spot. Ah, you might have some beef with that. I'm going to ask you about it in a second. 29 Jets, 30th Dolphins, 31st Lions, and 32nd Texans. Should your Jaguars be higher? I think that I, I had them. I, I put them up a little bit higher than that. I, I think I put them. Would you have them like number seven? No, of course not. <laughs> I ain't crazy. I put them at I put them at twenty six. They, uh, they can I, str- they struggle to score seven points, and I'm saying number seven in the power. Yeah, league. yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you the one team on the back end of this list. Well, there's two. There's one team that's probably better than their record suggests, and there's another team whose fortunes can change with just the addition of one player. First, uh, eighteen, the Colts. I think the Colts are on a bit of an uptick. I think. They they've shown well the last couple of weeks. They just lost some games early in the year. Depending on what they do, they can go to five and five. They beat the Jaguars this week, and now you have a totally different outlook with them. Uh, but at nineteen, Seattle, Seattle's fortunes totally change when Russell Wilson comes back, and if they get uh, if they get Odell. But they totally that team goes from being a team that you don't even think about to a team that could beat anybody on this list when Russell Wilson comes back. On the front end, you're right. I think my trouble starts at nine. So what I did was I did the first eight teams, and then I did like the bottom ten. And in the middle, I almost just, you know, played any meeny, miny, mo. Uh, I took into consideration that the Chiefs are on their way up. I took into consideration the Browns are on their way up, and the Steelers just somehow keep finding a way. So I gave them a lot of credit. But because of injuries, it's really, really hard to figure out the rest of the uh, this power pole. This is This is the hardest one we had to do. Yeah, it's tough. And uh, for me, I think the Patriots, that's another team I'll buy some stock in. I would put the Patriots ahead of the Raiders, ahead of the Steelers, ahead of the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have the Chiefs ahead of those teams. I think the Browns are probably, and they're ahead of most of them on this this power. I, I would have them a bit higher. The Broncos, I just don't buy the quarterback. I agree with you. The Colts, they could make a leap here, and they could end up being good. And in the AFC, especially, it's just so weird. Like, I think the 49ers are bad. I, it took me a while, but after what I saw the other day, they're, they had no business getting boat raced by a Kyler Murray less Cardinals team. And yet, boat raced. I mean, just, I, and I think they're going to be talking uh, at least a little bit about Kyle Shanahan there in the Bay. Um, but yeah, overall, the NFC, you have these veteran quarterbacks that you can buy in plus Kyler Murray in the AFC. It's a lot of young quarterbacks with question marks around them. And that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's tough right now to, to get a, a finger, put a finger on where these teams should be and where they'll finish. I think over the next four weeks, it's really, this is stating the obvious, but over the next four weeks, we're really going to see some teams start to identify themselves as uh, contenders 
or pretenders. You can also identify with the Peacock and Williamson podcast and catch that here on the Locked On Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcast. You're going to love it because Brian Peacock is a, a, a great analyst of football. And uh, by the way, he quoted on my haircut the other day. Matt Williamson is a former NFL scout who they when you put them together, man, it goes so well and they really give you a different look uh with how this thing should be viewed so make sure you check in check out the peacock and williamson podcast and subscribe because it's free on all platforms your haircut was fly dude i see i i have i just can only get a buzz cut right you get a little Mm -hmm. fade you get Mm -hmm. a three on top two on the side Mm -hmm. i'd never be able to pull it was was yeah you know it's it's a little bit it's a little bit off right now because you know i i haven't done what i do to it you know you know, I, I haven't done my thing. You know, I just can't wake up. You don't. You're, just, you're not trying to look good for me. Admit it. You're not trying to look good for me. Absolutely. I understand. Not at I all. I, not um, one bit. Uh, so uh, now that we got just that wait clear. Till I throw you, just wait till I throw you in the ocean when I come down there to Jack's Beach. Just wait. Just wait. Oh, yeah. Do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, when you pull me out, all of this is going to be great because I got a little I got a little something up in there, right? We're making it black right now. So you throw me in the ocean. You're going to throw uh, Trey Songs in, but you're going to pull Uncle Ben out. How about that? So, <laughs> uh, I okay, yeah, I go in. I go in looking one way. I come out looking like Morgan Freeman. I'm telling you, you're gonna mess up my diet job, man. So, <laughs> hey, man, thank y'all. We talked about hair color. We talked about the ocean. And we talked about dogs. So we've done it all here. We run the gamut here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday, man, because of what we do. But we do appreciate you guys making us your first listen. Make sure you tune in uh, uh, to all of the Locked On NFL shows throughout the week. And also check James and I out uh, on Locked on Jags and Locked on Bengals. All right, buddy. You got anything else you want to say about me and my hairdo? Nope. You look great. This has been a a lot of fun. And uh, until next week. Yep. Until next week. Hey, man, I wish I had some Skyline Chili because it's actually 50 degrees here in Florida today. So people are looking for some comfort food. It's it's warmer than 50 here. Oh, we're yeah? in Cincinnati. Let me check. Yeah, 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 real quick. Yeah, it's like 50 degrees outside. So, oh, yeah, like, we're 65 here, Tony. Catch up. Okay. okay. Catch up. Go Cold ahead. Jacksonville. Yeah, hey, go ahead, Cincinnati. I, I'm going to go tan. That's what yeah. I'm going to go do after this. Yeah. You know, I never use tanning lotion. You know, I just I don't know why. All right, man. We'll, uh, we'll check you. Yeah, we'll check you guys out next Probably week. Should. Keep taking keep taking care of each other. We'll see you on Locked On NFL.